Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Schmidt, one of the pastors at Celebrate Church in Knoxville, Iowa. And I want to welcome you to our Celebrators podcast. Today's podcast is part of our Let's Go series, where you'll get to know people who have taken the initiative to share God's love in their communities. At Celebrate Church, our mission is to gather to go with the presence of Jesus. And the people you're about to hear from are doing just that. We hope you find their story encouraging. Let's go. At Celebrate, we want to be people that gather to go with the presence of Jesus. And today we have Justin Kingery and Isaac Short here to talk to us about what it means to lead a Bible study and how they are bringing God's presence into their workplace. Is that how you would say it, guys? Yeah. Workplace. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Lives. Yeah. Introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about exactly the invitation God's given you. Sure, I can start off. So my name is Isaac Short. Um, I work at the American Sheriff's Office, and I work with Justin. And la- I think it started last year. Is that right? Yeah, it was last, last year. fall. Yeah. So last fall, um, me and my wife went to a marriage uh, conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a date night. What it was called, um, and the hosts were uh, was a former deputy okay. in Jasper County, Aaron Groves. And after the dinner, they did a testimonial. Awesome. And what I took from that was Aaron talking about his faith at work because he mm-hmm. was a deputy in Jasper County. And that kind of started to spark um, an interest in my head of, well, I could maybe do that here. Right. You know, we could do it here. Um, so it wasn't long after that I called Justin yep. and I just pitched the idea to him and he was on board for it. So from there it started off um, as just guys. Cool. Uh, and we thought that was just a uni- unique uh, group of people to – to do it together with right um after a couple different series we did it morphed into couples so we okay. introduced our wives into it which is nice because you get everyone to know each other in yep. a way um and then we open it up to everyone else okay cool um my name is justin kingery i work at the marion county sheriff's office with isaac um and like isaac said he did he called me or maybe we were just passing through the office one day and mm-hmm. um he said, hey, I have this idea. You know, what do you think about a first responder's Bible study? Hmm. Um, and I was on board with it uh, 100%. Um, and we made it, we wanted it to be males only at first, um, just because we feel like in our profession, long, not just law enforcement, but fire, rescue. Right. Um, it, a lot of guys, we're kind of trained not to talk about our feelings, yep. not to talk about how something bothers us. Right. <clears throat> um, so we thought at the beginning, if it was just males only, first responder, um, we would have more participation, participation, more yeah. openness yep. uh, between everyone who came, uh, who come, who were, who was there. Um, and then, like Isaac said, um, after that, then our spouses, obviously, they live the life also, Mm -hmm. um, even if they're not in, you know, in the first responder business. Yep. Um, they're still part of it because we are right. For sure. For sure. Okay. So you have this idea, you hear about it from Aaron or you like, that's what gains traction and makes you guys want to do this. How do people respond as you're like, we want to start a Bible study guys. Well, we had to decide how to do that at first and like who to invite, um, because we're kind of both pretty open. We want everyone to come who wants to. So, I mean, that includes 
um, military, fiery mass, you know, okay. law enforcement, anyone that would want to come. Um, and we start with our office first because obviously yep. they're the ones that we're closest to. Right. Um, and then we start with our other local agencies, so um, Knoxville, Pella, and those fire departments as well. We've got connections within those wow. agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it's just word of mouth. And then at some point, I started collecting email addresses, phone numbers. And then I finally sent out an email to kind of the group of guys I got. Yeah. Um, who responded back to it essentially. And then from there on, we just kind of kept up uh, those chains to keep people in contact about it. That's cool. Did you get a pretty good response from people? I think initially it started, we had five or six. Okay. Um, and then yeah. we just would take turns going to people's houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, yep. Um, so you removed it from even the offices. You like. Yes. Were, that was kind of the big thing okay. was, um, yeah, we want to be in a place that's comfortable. Yep. So that's what we, we debate about a church. Yeah. Um, but we want anyone to come or if you've never heard about Jesus yeah. to if you've been you know, following him for 20 years. Right. Um, we don't care. You know, that wasn't the goal yes. of, you know, so we want to make sure that it was an area that people felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought houses would be a good spot. Yep. And then eventually morphed into the well. Okay. The well stepped in to be a yes. resource and a place that we could um, do this at. Yep. That's beautiful. I love the intentionality of wanting to make people as comfortable as possible because being vulnerable can be very uncomfortable. So to make it as comfortable as possible to create an atmosphere of vulnerability, that's really beautiful. Mm. It's so Jesus-like. Like It just makes me think of when he encountered people, his greatest, I feel like one of his greatest goals was to make that person comfortable mm. and just his presence did that. So that's really cool. Okay. So why specifically do you have a heart for this opportunity? I mean, it's probably a little obvious for anyone listening, or we could assume it's obvious, but I feel like there probably is a little more than just like, we work with these people. Um, so what exactly gave you a heart, both of you for this opportunity? I know for me, uh, within the last year and a half, two years, I really felt God pushed me to really be active in my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've gone to church pretty much a whole life, but I didn't um, always live it out yep. and really be active in, in my faith. So um, within that, and then getting this, you know, meet up with Aaron and learning about this, I felt just that push from God to do this, yeah. um, regardless if people don't like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, so that, for me, that was just stepping out. And it's a little uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, we've never, either one of us only have hosted a Bible study before. So even just planning it was kind of right. difficult at first. Um, now that we've done it, now we kind of have a rhythm and know how it works a little bit. Um, but there's a lot of newness to it. For sure. For sure. What about you, Justin? Um, for me, it was <clears throat> um, the classes that I took here at Celebrate. Okay. Um, I, I loved them. Uh, and... I, I felt the push from Jesus to, to reach out, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And when Isaac asked me and I thought, well, that's all it took mm-hmm. was just, Isaac just asked me right. if, if I wanted to do wow. something like that. Yep. And so I thought maybe there are other people out there that all they just need is someone to ask them to do it. Yes. Um, and if that's all, I mean, really, if that's all we have to do to get people there, I mean, that's, pretty easy right um and just with a a text message or an email and if we can get you know one or two more you know each time we do one then just grow as kingdom for sure for sure i was just talking to someone about 
like asking people and we were talking about it in a different situation and they were, they were telling me a story about like just asking people for big things. And it just takes the ask, but how many times we get so scared to do Mm -hmm. that. And so that made, when you said that, I was like, I literally just had this conversation last night with someone. And so I was like, oh man, it's so interesting how the enemy really stops us at that ask. Like that is the most intimidating part. But when we actually break through that barrier, how many people are willing to do anything because the ask is so significant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's really cool. Isaac, were you going to say something else? I would cut you off. I'm no, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I mean, we do this Justin's faith has always has been a big impact on me. You know, mm-hmm. we took multiple um, Bible studies together and if I didn't have him, it would have been, I think I would have ju- maybe done it, but inc- I know that I would have someone to help me right. and I knew where his faith was. Wow. Um, so for me, that was encouraging and helpful in that process. That's really cool. How long have you two worked together? How long have you been at the office? I got, it'll be eight years in September. So. Okay. So eight. you guys have lived life together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I think it's really cool that like you, Isaac can be like, no, it's actually Justin's faith that really has helped me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's really awesome. Okay. In a world with so many opportunities, why this one? I mean, you guys are involved. You have families, all the different things. Why this one in particular? Well, I think for me, it's we just, you know, we live it every day. Yep. And, um, you know, you start with this whole marriage conference, which is very important. And we've seen so many marriages fail in our professions. Mm. Um, and a lot of that, I think, falls back on the lack of faith. Okay. Um, so I know for, for myself personally and my marriage, we want to make our marriage or our faith the most important thing. Yeah. Um, so I want to help people. Yeah in their lives by help guiding them to Jesus if I can. And if yes. they're open to that, yep. um, and that means stepping out and doing something like this, then that's fine. I'll do it. Cool. Um, but for me, that's the most important thing is, you know, our faith and our marriage and those two is, um, within our professions, it's not always there. Yep. So if we can be that light, you know, we'll do that. Yeah. That's awesome. I would just echo what Isaac said, but for me, um, I've been, I've been at the sheriff's office for 16 years, Prior to that, I was a volunteer fireman, um, and and I know a lot of the the old timers talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back in the back in the day, it was if you had a hard call, um, saw something, um, you didn't know how to deal with it. It was you went to the bar and had a drink, okay. or you turned to something else. Um, so why not invite first responders, military? Yeah. Um, to turn to something else for sure that can help not only for that night or that mm-hmm. cause, but for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right. And in your marriage and your children. Yeah. And like I said earlier, and I, I know our spouses, um, we talked, I talked about how our spouses live it also, but so do our children. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing we, Isaac and I talked about it. We're like, if, if, they don't have a babysitter, then they can just bring their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do, we have couples, you know, they'll bring their children sometimes. Wow. Yep. Um, and when we first started, it was, so our schedules are crazy. Yep. Um, so we didn't really, I mean, we, Isaac and I had a plan, but week one, week two didn't build off a of week one. Week okay. three didn't build off a of week two because yep. we didn't want someone well, I had to work for two weeks in a row, so yeah. I don't want to go the third week because I missed all this. Um, right. They could just come in and pick up right, you know, where they left off. 
Um, and then the last two, we actually did like a video series. Mm -hmm. So if they missed it, then we would just send them the video. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So they didn't feel like they missed anything. So. I love the intentionality behind that because then, not in a bad way, but like no one has an excuse, you know, like mm -hmm. if they want to do it, then you, there's a opportunity to jump in no matter what. Cause I think yeah. it, I don't know about you, but when I've missed classes, I'm like, well, I've already missed this money. I'm not going to go, mm -hmm, you know, right. and, or I'm not going to complete it or I'm not going to yep. just start. Um, so I think that's really cool because life happens. And yep. so to just allow people to come when they're available yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot of unknowns to our job and a lot of that oh, schedule. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, our spouses could definitely speak to that. I mean, right. it can be frustrating, you yeah. know, um, but if you don't know what that's like, you know, you may understand why they would miss or, you know, if maybe it's not important to them. Well, it is, but, you know, sometimes there's those obligations that they have to go to. For sure. You know, so it's something that we recognize yep. and understand. So at least we want to set an area that um, people can still thrive in and be part of without knowing that, hey, I may not be at everyone. That's okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. That's beautiful. How have you experienced Jesus in this? Or how has the group encountered him? Well, it's always interesting meeting like first. I can remember the first one for like just the guys. Yes. And then the first one was just the couples. And there's sometimes a little awkwardness to it. You yeah. know, like there's not a, not everyone knows each other. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's not a rhythm to how the Bible says is going to go. Right. So I remember the first, especially the couples, is kind of like, okay, this may be... A little, a little rocky sometimes, mm -hmm. but from then to where we're at now, hmm. um, the bond, the relationships wow. that talking about the Bible and about Jesus has built. Yes. I mean, people can be vulnerable. Yeah. And in an open space that no one's going to judge them. Right. And they feel like they can do that. So for me, it's I see the closeness yeah. that we've drawn together because of Jesus, not mm -hmm. because of anything else. Like our job has something to do with it, but right. we're there at that Bible site because we want to know Jesus. We want to know him more. Yeah. That's awesome. I would say it's the bond that yeah. we um, have developed with other people. So mm -hmm. we have, um, I'll probably miss some groups, but from our office, our reserve group, mm -hmm. um, Pella Rescue, Pella PD, uh, Knoxville Fire and Rescue, Iowa State Patrol. So wow, we're all, you know, in the same game, so to speak, yeah. but it's not people that we uh, hang out with outside, you yep. know, we wouldn't have hung out with them probably outside of. Um, work, yep. um, but then the Bible study just kind of brought everybody together, and now we, I know things about other people's kids, you know, that, right. that you never would have, have yes. known. So. Isn't it interesting how the Lord can, like, bring random people together, and there's this connection because of Him? But I think it's so cool, too, that because you're all first responders, you understand each other's lives a little differently. Mm -hmm. So, like, for Michelle and Bailey, they understand what it means to be a spouse, yep. you know, and um, for you, all of you guys, it doesn't matter where you're at or where you're serving, you all understand the unpredictability of the mm -hmm. schedule, miss possibly missing kids things. All the, and that brings a familiarity that probably isn't an easy conversation to have, but mm -hmm. it brings a comfort of, okay, they get this moment right. for me. And yeah, I think that has to be so significant for each person that's within it. How do Michelle and Bailey feel about it? I think they love it. Well, yeah, Michelle loves it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, we should have probably had them to answer that. I asked her if she wanted to come up and she oh, said, yeah. 
No, she might ask me questions. <laughs> well, good for you. I didn't even ask Bailey. I, I know. Have. What questions would she have asked? We should ask those questions. <laughs> They'd both be really good at it. Well, yeah, I bet. No, they, I think they both enjoyed it. And one, just it gives us opportunity to be together too. I yeah. Mean, you know, as couples. And, for sure. Um, I wish we did it better, but you know, yeah. you know, marriage wants to be all about the Bible, then we need to do things like this. So yeah. um, it just gives us another opportunity to do that. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. Okay. Last question, unless you guys want to talk about more. I mean, we can talk about the Cubs, and I'll talk about the White Sox, and we'll, <laughs> we'll duke it out. Anyways. Can I actually ask a question? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So as first responders, you guys see and deal with things that none of us yeah. ever, ever have to deal with. So to me, it seems like your relationship with Jesus would have this unique um, aspect to it. Um, could you talk about that a little bit? Like, mm -hmm. what? How does Jesus partner with you when you're responding to a call or an emergency? Like, how is your faith? Uh, walk, or how is he walking with you into those situations? Yeah, that's a great question. For me, it <clears throat> I see it after the fact. Um, so if we're going to a call, sometimes we don't know a call is going to be a bad call. Sometimes mm -hmm. we do. Um, and I wish I did a better job at this, but if I know something is it's going to be a bad call or it, it sounds like it's going to be a bad call, just a real quick Jesus be with me, mm -hmm. you know, as I'm driving there. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then, or I don't realize it because then you get there and everything's, you know, kind of hectic or can be hectic. Um, and then looking back, you're like, I, yeah, somebody... Right. You know, that wasn't all just me. Yeah. So it had to be him. Hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it, I've started to do that too, is going to certain calls. If I remember it, I will start to pray just in my head. Mm -hmm. um, things that I have done to remind myself is that like, you know, sometimes if, if the time is right, because not every call I can always do this, you know, I may pray for someone if, if yeah. they're open to do it. So um, there are, there's been certain times in the last couple of years where, I remember it because I'm mm -hmm. trying to go through my checklist of other things I got to do. But mm -hmm. there's times where I'll pull someone aside that's maybe been through something pretty hard yeah. and offer prayer. And usually they accept it. Um, or even the little pocket Bibles. I've had people give those to me. Okay. I've had some instances where I've been able to give that to someone wow. um, in a hard spot. So yep. I wish I did it all the time and had him more involved right, right. like anyone else. But uh, And we do have unique jobs yeah. that we I mean, we come across hurt, broken people all the time. Yes. So, um the only that can truly let them off is Jesus. So yeah, yeah. How is it for you guys after? So you walk into a trauma. How is it? Because I okay, knowing both of you, not terribly well, but like interacting with you, I feel like you probably walk onto a scene and there's this beautiful anointing that God's given both of you. That there's this peace that comes just simply because of the Holy Spirit working through you. So then after, how do you personally interact with that? Like as you leave or process, or is this part of what the study is? You get to process together? A little bit of both. I mean, you we've opened it to where you, if you need to process something, yes. you can. Um, like at our office, I'm our peer support, so people okay. can talk to me. Um, but for me personally, I'm very good at, in the moment, taking myself out of it. Yep. Um, so sometimes I don't even realize. Okay what kind of trauma we just saw until yes. hours, maybe days afterwards. So for me, it's, you know, talking to someone, a coworker, yeah. my wife, mm -hmm. um, praying yeah. or getting prayer here. I've had 
I've gotten prayer here over certain things that have happened in my yeah. job and um, I've done about a week too late normally. Okay. And then I can like instantly feel it go away. Yeah. So I know for me it's coming to other people and knowing that I can't yeah. do it myself. Yeah. So a lot of times I thought, well, I could just, I'll be fine. Right. You know, I just keep pushing it down and down. Yes. I got it. Yeah. Well, it's not the case. So right. I've had to be open and vulnerable about some of those things. Yep. For sure. For me, a lot of the the major thing I do or the the thing I do the most is I process it through Michelle. Mm-hmm. I talk to her about it because she's our dispatch supervisor. Also. Okay, yes. So she, she knows. I mean, yes. she's in the game too. Um, she knows the call you got, all the yep, different things. Yep. Yeah. So um, so I talk to her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times she'll, she'll say, well, have you prayed about it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, why would I do that? That'll probably work. Like, you right, know, it just, right. try, like Isaac said, try to try to process it myself. Yes. Um, so I, I talk to Michelle a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Mike will say that to me if I'm like overanalyzing something and he'll look at me and be like, have you talked to Jesus or asked Jesus about that? And I'm like, Hmm, that's wise. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me start there. <laughs> and, but I think the cool thing is our spouses allow, like, when they say that enough times, eventually we're like, oh, I should, like, we remember to maybe start there once every 10 times or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. But, hey, that's growth. Like, yep, we're yep. growing. That's yep, good. Yep. Okay. So how, as celebrators, can we support you guys? I, I think, I mean, not just Isaac and I, but I think as the fire, first responders in yeah. general, just pray. I yep. mean, the power of prayer is so unbelievable. Um, and even if you don't think it's working, if you're the one who's praying, um, if you pray for any first responder, you know, send them a quick text message. Say, yep. hey, I prayed this. Wow. Um, because there's some things that happen and we don't understand why. Yep. Someone probably prayed okay. for us is mm-hmm. kind of what I assume. So hmm. when... When we get those messages or yep. when we hear that sort of thing, um, it definitely encourages us. That's cool. I love that you just said that, though, that like something happens and you're like, I don't know what, how that got, like someone had to have prayed in that moment. That's so cool mm-hmm. so for you to like think that that's it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't top that. That's pretty no, good. No, that's a go. You got this. No, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, prayer is a big thing. And yeah. not just for us, but for our spouses and families. For sure. um, because like I said, they... They're essentially first responders to at home. Yeah, that's right. You know, when we're gone, they're wow. both down the home wow. um, and taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. So um, praying for them because it's not an easy road. Yeah. Um, it so always sounds like it's great and, and glamoury, but when you get into it, it's pretty tough and it's challenging. Yeah. So um, yeah, just prayer for everyone. Yep. Okay, so can we actually end by praying together? Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Um, can I pray for you guys? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to pray for your people too? How do you can do both? Okay, let's do both. And then I'll close us. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Lord, I pray for this group of first responders. I thank you for their courage to step out mm-hmm. um, and do something that may not be comfortable in mm-hmm. your name. Yeah. Lord, I pray for their faith. Mm-hmm. as they go out throughout this day and throughout this week, that during those hard times at work, 
or at home, mm -hmm. that they will rely on you to get through that. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray for the souls of first responders and their spouses. Mm -hmm. When they're empty from being tired from work or taking care of the house, the kids, mm -hmm. other tasks need to be done. Lord, I ask that you will fill them up. Lord, I ask as a community we will lean on each other as brothers and sisters, with the goal of following you, hand in hand, that we do this together in your name. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for those things that you have been up to in Marion County. God, thank you for the courage it took for Isaac and Justin in particular to step out and accept an invitation from you to invite others in. And so, God, we just bless the things that you are doing within first responders in this region. God, we pray that when things feel hard and burdens feel heavy, God, that they will be reminded very quickly that they are not walking alone and that the best bearer of burdens is right next to them. And so, Jesus, thank you that your yoke is easy and your burdens are light. And so, God, thank you that you love being tethered to us. And so God, I bless specifically Isaac and Justin with that reality for them, for their families, for their wives. And God, I'm also, as I sit with these incredible men today, God, I'm just mindful of the fact that the things they walk into are unexpected and unpredictable. And Jesus, I think we read the Bible and just think about, oh, you went in and healed, but how often you went into healings and situations that were unexpected and unpredictable. But God, we also know that the things we can carry away from those situations can be hard. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, right now, we cut off Justin and Isaac and their families from anything that has hindered them, from anything that has brought doubt of who you are your faithfulness, the ways that you love, anything that has brought, brought doubt about their identities or their relationships because of you. God, we ask that you will cut those things off immediately by your name, Jesus Christ, and your shed blood, and that you will fill them with more of your presence, more of your love. God, that all the empty places will feel overwhelmed by your perfect love that casts out all fear. And so we bless them today in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you will join us next time for our next podcast. Justin and Isaac, thanks. This has been great. Thanks for informing us. Thanks for allowing us to support you. And thanks for telling us how you are bringing Jesus' presence Thank into you. Marion Thank County. You. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Celebrators Podcast. We hope you're inspired to find ways to go into your own community and share God's love. Thanks for listening, and let's go.